Jeez, that scared me. I'm ready. I'm ready to like to like run or like like throw hands. You know what that is, Kyle? No. That is your fight or flight response. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. Fight, fight or, or flight. Fight or flight. Echo, echo, echoes, echo, echo. Fight or flight. Fight or I give up. I kinda, you win, you win. I kind of added my own echo there. Anyway, Ooh, yeah, cool. I just wanted to give you a little jump scare to start off with to see oh, yeah. whether you ran away or if you <laughs> wanted to fight me. I don't think I did either. No, you didn't. No, I just I just screamed and didn't do anything. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a survivalist. It wasn't even a good scream. It was like, a ah, it was a little genuine. I was actually a little scared. That's because I'm really good at scaring you. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's sure. a history of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, today we decided to talk about fight or flight because Ooh. we're brother and sister. Um, I think there's things that we react to the same and I think there's things that we react to differently. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting to see fight or flight. What would we do? What have we done? What are situations we've been in? So do you want to tell us a little bit about what fight or flight is? Oh, yeah. I, I love talking about science stuff, especially biology. That's why I figured that you were good to explain it, because I'd be like reading my notes like crazy or you're a science person. So. So, yay! I get to embarrass everyone in my field. Uh, so yay. The, the fight or flight response is actually the fight or flight or fear response um not fear freeze freeze i read the same article oh my god Uh, (laughs) i got this from healthline and wikipedia in more scientific settings it's actually called hyper arousal or the cute stress response cute like it's like adorable yeah it's an adorable stress response oh i never thought of it as adorable but okay it's it's a cute one I'll get to this later, but our our cats get big when they're scared. And I think it's adorable because it'll be like we're getting mail and our cat hears the mailman in the in the hallway <laughs> and her tail gets big. She doesn't do anything about it. I don't think she has any control over it. She just has a big tail then. Interesting. Well, so just a sidebar even more here. Have you ever seen those videos of cats when you put a cucumber behind them? And then they turn around and then they're like, whoa, and they jump backwards. <laughs> that is their yes. flight response, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cat Cats, videos. Cat. They're good. Oh, yeah. Good for the Whoa, soul. I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so the the fear, the cute or fear response, fight, flight or freeze, freeze, freeze starts in the amygdala, amygdala. Oh, my God. Amygdala is actually a boss based on the brain in a video game I've played. Well, amygdala. Thankfully, you're saying this because I was going to say amygdala when I would, if I was 
put to the task of explaining this all. I was definitely going to, going to pronounce it that way. So hey. that would have been scary. Oh, I would have just ran away. <laughs> um, so it's the amygdala, the fear center of the brain, and it produces a sympathetic nerve response, which you don't have to know. This, there, this won't you won't be tested on this later. Well, I, I just to jump off of that, I did like that it's a sympathetic fear response. Because I find myself as a very sympathetic, empathetic person. Oh, so, so when you scare people, you get scared as well. Yeah, I I too jump, and then like it's just like a chain reaction because then we just keep screaming and jumping. Oh geez. Yeah. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, okay. That's, <laughs> it, it, to good. a certain extent, you know. Yeah. Not, no, not it completely. Stops eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. The sympathetic nerve response causes a bunch of adrenaline and cortisol and other hormones to be released. And this has a, a lot of effects on your body. What kind of effects does this have? Sound effects. No, that's not true. Boom, boom, boom. Heart rate. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, excellent. Lungs. <laughs> 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 Pupils. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your heart rate increases and your lungs breathe faster to get oxygen all over your body. So your muscles are stronger. Your brain can process information more. Uh, your pupils dilate and your peripheral vision either decreases or increases depending on your your actual response. Uh, your sweating increases. That always happens to me whenever I am about to like public speak or something. I just get sweaty. It's really annoying. Your pain perception decreases. So you it's basically it's been described as a superpower, a fear response. Huh. Not by me, but I just described it that way. So so it was by uh, you, not only by me. Oh, but uh, yeah, it was it's a it's a really cool thing. Our body does usually returns to normal after like 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, and it's triggered by just a perceived threat. It doesn't have to be a real threat. So if you are terrified of cheese and you see cheese, you get this acute stress response and you're ready to fly around or like fight some folk. It's crazy. That is um, a lot longer to return to normal than I thought. Like yeah. 20 to 30 minutes is is a good half hour. It's like a, a podcast for us, a full podcast. So if someone got scared of something or like they're stressed out of something before this podcast, they're listening the whole way through. They're not going to be normal until afterwards, but who knows if they're even going to be normal once they hear what we have to say. Oh, you know? are we going to change our audience? Well, okay, perhaps not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, this is a life-changing podcast. Yes. Technically, everything is life-changing. Anything that affects your life at all in any way is life-changing. A, a butterfly Just... flapping its wing. Life-changing. It is. Uh, let's see if I got any interesting things. Oh, uh, freeze response almost always is like the opposite. It's like you kind of just freeze up. Sometimes your heart rate slows and your breathing increases. And you're just stationary and you can't move like a what deer you, in the headlights. What do you mean your breathing increases? Like your lungs, your lung speed, your diaphragm movements and stuff. So you're that like a terrible way to say that. Sorry. So you're like panting. You're like. Rather than. 
Oh, okay. So it kind of, in a way, slows down. Yes. Gotcha. Because your body's like trying to do stuff. But yeah, some other interesting things are your body tries to shut down systems like your digestive system that aren't important. And uh, blood clotting is increased too. So if you get cut or something while you're fighting a lion or cheese or something, it'll clot up really fast. So is that why my stomach always hurts whenever I get nervous? Because my my digestive system is just like, and then I'm like, whoa, stomach issues. (laughs) Not good. Okay. It's possible. I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to say for sure. That's what it is, but it could be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, another thing was sometimes you forget everything that happened. Ooh. Sometimes you sometimes you remember everything very vividly. Hmm. People are people are different. Yeah, I suppose different situations would call for different things as well. Oh yeah, like how traumatic a situation is. Like, oh my god, there's cheese on a table versus like, I was just in a car accident or something like that. Hmm. Or I just witnessed a robbery. I just ran into a cheese truck. Oh, gosh. The worst. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so (laughs) I also got a couple of small examples of animals in the wild. Obviously, a lot of them fight if they're in they're you know, scared. Some of them run away like zebras and stuff. Some of them freeze to blend in with surroundings. So like they're they're automatically camouflaged and they'll just like stop. And if if they think something's going to happen. And they rely on their camouflage. And some of them like freeze. A possum, right? No. Oh. Because f- some of them freeze and play dead to lose the interest. They're trying to bore their predators. Oh, <gasps> I get it. I very mm-hmm. much can relate to that. Trying to bore your predators. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't work in like traffic, though, does it? Oh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> just play dead. That just causes the worst amount of issues. Yeah, no, don't don't play dead while you're in traffic. Yeah. And then um, obviously, like cats do, sometimes they just look larger because of their hair. And then some of them change colors like octopuses. They cats? just no, not cats. Some oh. animals. Gotcha. OK, I definitely tend towards flight. I yep. don't get bigger usually, though. I, I don't have the right type of hair, I don't think. <laughs> but uh, you have I, pretty I, big hair. Yeah, but it doesn't <laughs> get bigger when I'm scared, unfortunately. I think that would be really cool, actually. I'd watch horror movies more often, probably. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what do you tend towards? Just off of your own opinion. So I've thought about this just for this podcast specifically, but also in life, because, you know, you get put through drills of like, oh, do this if this happens. And if you hear a fire alarm, do this. If you, all that stuff that I don't want to talk about because it can be scary to talk about. But <laughs> um, I've always thought of myself as more of a flighter. I definitely feel like if I was in a situation where there was danger, I would run. I'd be like out of there, try to hide, run, get out of there somehow. I don't think I would be one of those people that like, I can take them. I'm going to stop them and save everybody. I'm not that selfless, apparently. So, <laughs> yes, I'm a flighter. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people who overestimate their abilities 
in those situations where it's like you're watching a horror movie and you're like, why would you do that stupid thing? That's a stupid decision. You should just fight the fight the masked scary dude rather than run away or whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to know until you've actually been tested. It is. You don't really know how you're going to. Su- so I just read the word survive, but you don't really know <laughs> how you're going to react is what I meant to say until you're actually in that situation, because then your body kind of decides for you. So now that we know and understand what the, the fight or flight or freeze response is, I did a little pause because I was frozen. Sorry. Oh, OK. Got it. <laughs> uh, or the acute stress response. Notated. OK. Do you have any um any stories of things that you've been in that like in retrospect you were definitely in this acute stress response you were fighting for your life even even though you actually probably weren't but your body thought you were in terms of fight or flight situations I I don't think I've ever been in a situation that I really thought that it could be the end <laughs> um, there's obviously our our bodies make up these situations. Um, the most recent, (laughs) you're going to make fun of me for this one. Um, the most recent that I actually ran away was I was in my backyard with my dog and we were playing fetch and, um, and my boyfriend came out onto the deck to talk to us. Well, I guess to me, not my dog, (laughs) he came out to talk to me and I was showing him something. We have a little corn patch in our backyard. So I was showing him the corn and all of a sudden I hear like tweet, 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 tweet. And I thought I stepped on something and I was like, oh my God, there's a baby bird. And I ran away because <laughs> I thought that I stepped on the baby bird that couldn't fly and it was right there jumping away and I could see it and I didn't want to hurt it. So I guess this was more of a, I didn't want to <laughs> hurt it situation, but I definitely flew out of there. Like mm-hmm. it was a weird reaction that I had. I felt like I had no control over that. I'm just like, oh, I got a baby bird. And I ran because I also <laughs> didn't want my dog to see this baby bird. Mm-hmm. So okay. he probably would have tried to eat it or something or hurt it by accident. So that was my most recent. So so I have a couple, a couple. And <laughs> I just love the idea of Ian coming outside. And he's like, hey, Katie, I need to talk to Loa. <laughs> Am I allowed to use their names? Yeah, sure. Okay. If, if not, we'll beep it out later with this. Okay. Beep. Beep. All right, great. Uh, so I love the idea of uh, your boyfriend, Ian, coming outside and he's like, hey, Katie, I need to talk to Loa. And then you're just like, ah, bird. And then you run away. Yeah. And then Ian continues talking to Loa about whatever they needed to discuss. Yeah, they have a lot to discuss without me <laughs> there. So, but also I'm glad you didn't fight that baby bird. <laughs> I, you know, I think that my fight or flight jumped in because I thought that I accidentally fought it and I was just like, mm. no, I don't want to hurt this thing. This thing is small. I don't know where its mom is. Well, to resolve the whole story, its mom ended up being in a tree nearby. Um, okay. it, it had this very similar tweet as the baby. And that's how we knew. I think that's someone that knows this bird. So we all went inside, me, Loa, Ian, all went inside. And then I just stared out the window and watched. And it's it's parent bird. I think it was its mother came over and fed it. And then the it went into a bush. Oh, OK. It was OK. Happy ending. Woo. Yes. Yes. 
How about you? Do you have any uh, samples of a fight or flight situation that you've been in? So I have a couple things to say about hockey. It's one of the most like stress inducing parts of my life just because it's like it's not it's not life or death, but it's like you put it all on the line to win the game. Let me do that a little more dramatic. You put it all on the line to win the game. We we have uh, we have cool microphones now, so we can get really close. Mm-hmm. Or far. Okay, go ahead. I, I used to play at a roller rink that was that had fuzzy walls, very 70s disco aesthetic. There were blow-up toys that they had to move before the game. Like, oh, like I thought little you guys played with course. the blow-up toys. <laughs> no. So before the game starts, we have to move the blow-up toys out of the way and and stuff. So this is like the worst setting for hockey. It's not very professional. There's no reason to get get too serious. There's there's arcade games beeping and stuff. And there's just so many fights. It was crazy. I don't understand it. I'm not a fighter, though. I'm a flighter, I guess. Uh, so just so much arguing, lots of fights. The cops actually got called a few times. Wow. I saw a cop pull over into the Skateland parking lot, like basically do a skid jump out the door while the car was still moving pull out her taser and then say like get the uh assailant onto her car very quickly it's kind of cool but yeah personally there's one situation i somebody on my team did something to this player i don't know what he just attacked me with a hockey stick in a very personal area i don't know if i'm allowed to say but that's fine your stomach yeah sure and i got up Cause I, I immediately went like crashed onto the ground out of like pain or something. And I got up and started yelling at him. Apparently, according to some, some bystanders in a very high pitched voice, <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Uh, and I started yelling at him. I was swearing. I try not to swear, but when I'm pissed off or upset, apparently I do. Yeah, I did that. And I don't think the ref even saw, but he was like, Oh, Kyle's yelling at somebody. The person he's yelling at gets a penalty. Oh, they trust me there. Wow. Um, So that was the way you fought was through your voice. Yes, it was awful, though. I it wasn't (laughs) it was a terrible situation. Yeah, it took me more than 20 minutes to get back to normal, too. Oh, but I had a lot of adrenaline through a lot of that day. But but yeah, that was my biggest thing. Okay. I feel like I've probably had something like that at the dentist, but I couldn't really do anything about it. We're talking about fighting right now. So there are situations where I have fought too. And I've realized I went grocery shopping today and had an experience that was me very passively, aggressively fighting. Passive, aggressively fighting, not passively, aggressively. (laughs) Anyway, so there's been a couple of these situations. Today at the grocery store, pulled my cart over and was in the aisle looking for coffee. There was someone other woman there looking for coffee as well. And I was looking and this woman walks by and says like, excuse me, you don't need to stand in the middle of the aisle. And I was like, sorry, dude. But I said it quiet enough, but I think she, she did hear me. And the dude came much later. I don't know why I said, dude, (laughs) sorry. I was like, sorry, dude. Dude. (laughs) And like, I think she heard me but she said it too in a way that it was just like quiet enough that we might not have heard her, but uh, it was loud enough that she wanted us to hear her. And it's just like the things like that get me very upset and angry and I fight 
another time. This is probably too much information, <sighs> but I'm, I'm on a roll right now. I was walking through Times Square and I, Freak. I was walking with a friend that I thought was behind me. And he, we got, there was a lot of people. It was very crowded. He, I guess he got a little bit behind because there were so many people. Someone pushes me. I think it was him. So I kind of like laugh and turn around and it wasn't him. It's this, this guy that I don't know. So this person is like shoving people to get through the crowd. I ended up a little further ahead. He shoved me again, like shoved me. And I just shoved him right back. Like (laughs) I couldn't help myself. I was just like, you are not doing this to me, sir. And as soon as I shoved him, he turned around and had like punching fists at me. Holy crap. Realized it's me. I'm like this short woman in Times Square that he all of a sudden was just like reacted kind of shocked. And then (laughs) there was a group of guys behind me that were like, you need to stop pushing. Like they started fighting with him. They're like, you need to (laughs) personal space, dude. You have to stop pushing people. You are being extremely rude and like, don't touch people. So that was my other fight situation that I forgot about until just now. That's so great. And my adrenaline was going <laughs> so much. I, my adrenaline, mm-hmm. like once I did find my friend, I'm like, did you just see what I did? I can't believe I did that. Like, because I turned a corner immediately after I'm like, oh, what did I just do? Like, you must've hit him hard. If he was ready to, if he was, he was ready, ready to punch ready to cuffs. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, like the, the punching hands like this. And no, he shoved me hard. I just shoved him right back. That's the thing. I just gave it right back to him. And I just like, I couldn't control myself. Like it just, I'm like, if you're pushing me, I'm going to push you right back. Like, <laughs> so nice. that is a fight situation. And I was in that I could have ended up in a much worse situation and do not suggest doing that. But I think that was my well, adrenaline going. And I, it took me a good, like you said, good half hour to an hour to recover from that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about the, the fight or flight is you, you don't really get to control it unless you have a lot of training. You just react. Yeah. It just happens. And I feel like people shouldn't be so into themselves that they think they own the world. So, well, yeah, that happens in cities. Yeah. So basically I have, I have walking rage. I guess I haven't like you, I haven't been in any like life or death situations. I've been lucky in that way. Not that I know of. there's probably been situations that like, if I handled it wrong, I would have died, but not that I know of. I probably forgot all those because I forget everything. So that's fine. Uh, my fiance, Alicia. Alicia, your fiance? Yeah, my fiance. <laughs> or Alicia, my fiance. So she. So you guys are, are still fiancés. We're going to be fiancés for decades. Excellent. All right. Anyways. So she, w- she was like 16, hanging out with some friends. They went to a convenience store, uh, walked home. And there were three or four drunk adult men following them and harassing them yeah yikes uh so that's terrifying first off but uh they they ended up fleeing they did some flight okay they they did the flight reaction yep yeah they booked a flight to their friend's house nearby and uh they just basically scooted there as fast as they could hopefully it wasn't an expensive flight no i don't i i think that it's it's a it's a rescue flight they're usually I don't know. And then there's also the situations that are kind of controlled that you put yourselves in 
yourself in roller coaster. Well, roller coaster, sure, but you're strapped in, so you can't really. I guess unless you're punching the air, <laughs> <laughs> like if you're just punching the air, you're on a roller coaster. <laughs> but what I'm referring yeah. to is here, right behind me, ah! haunted houses. Haunted houses. Mm, so I will. I mean, this is like the haunted houses that people, actors, will jump out at you and try to scare you. This isn't like actual ghosts. But I would like to hear, Kyle, how you would react in a haunted house. Or have you ever even been in one? I was in one when I was little. I just fought it with sarcasm and humor. But (laughs) I am... It was terrible. I was not in. I wasn't like in the in the situation. I wasn't like a ghost in, I jumped out at you, and you're like, "Oh, really scary!" And then yeah, just it was just a coping mechanism. It's not a fun way to do a haunted house. Mm. Um, but the normal way isn't fun either. I have a tendency to when I get startled. Usually, I turn towards the threat and put out my hands. I have actually uh, one of my f- young family members. We'll call him Cranberry Soda. Okay. Of the Soda Clan. Yep. Uh, Cranberry he, Soda. We can't just say like Eduardo or Bob or anything like that. It's Cranberry Soda. Yep. I don't know. I can't think <laughs> of names. Eksel. We'll go Eksel. <clears throat> sure. So one of my family members, Eksel, he was like, I'm going to scare Kyle. <laughs> and I was, he did it. He did it. And I think I accidentally punched him in the in the eye ah. and he had a black eye for the rest of the party. And I felt really bad. So I can't remember. <laughs> I, I've been editing some of these podcasts recently and you've told the story before, but I don't remember if it made it in the episode or not. Oh, my God. I don't remember anything. I got to listen to the things. Yeah, well, I just edited it and don't even know if I put it in or not. So, <laughs> OK, so I have to listen back. But yeah. Um, I, I probably also said this in that same story. I think you are extremely easy to scare and it's hilarious to scare you, but you do have to be at a distance. <laughs> That's fair. I, yeah. I have a photo and I'll try to post it for when we get this up of uh, a time that I, w- I was hiding behind the fridge door. The fridge door was open and I was hiding behind it because I heard Kyle coming in the house and he comes in, sees the fridge door is open, but doesn't <laughs> register what's going on, I guess. And then I jumped huh. out and you just collapsed to the ground. <laughs> okay. Like, oh my God. It just collapsed yes. flat out on the ground. Those were the best, the best times when I could get you to lay on the ground because you were, you just collapsed basically. I was trying to fly, but I am not a bird. <laughs> so it just fell. Gotcha. So that was also after a run. And whenever I'm running, I just am like, I'm being chased by zombies. Oh, my God. Yeah, Uh, that's the only way to run, because otherwise it's really horrible. Yeah. You're like, why am I running? This is awful. This is the worst thing in the world. (laughs) But if you're like, I'm being chased, then you actually do it. So. So, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. My adrenaline was depleted. We'll say I'm just going to use that as an excuse. It's probably not true. But. Yeah. But then what about the time you were vacuuming and I jumped up in the window and you fell to the ground too? Uh, I don't, (laughs) I don't remember that. That didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about the quiz? I don't know what that means. Oh, the quiz. quiz. Well, first let me tell you about the stun gun that I've seen before. Um, 
once again, Penn Station. I used to spend a good portion of my life in Penn Station, apparently. And there was a loud noise and people started screaming and running. And I was kind of on a different area of Penn Station that I was far enough away. I didn't know what was happening. But all I see is people running. And I heard a noise. And it was like, do I run? Do I stay? Like, what's going on? I need to catch my train, though. Come to find out, someone got tased in Penn Station. (laughs) And someone thought they got shot and started screaming and running. Other people just started screaming and running, too, because it's that crowd mentality of Mm. get out of here. Something bad just happened. So there was people running up the stairs. There was people running towards me. It was just like this whole thing just because someone got tased that was being belligerent. Oh, that's interesting. I think I did end up leaving, but I was so far away that I had just kind of walked out. Like I'm like, I don't know what's exactly <laughs> happening. But, um, nice. But then we found out someone said they were just tased. They're good. <laughs> like it wasn't mm. a gunshot. So that's nice of them to announce that. Yes. Oh, as many bad people as there are, there are good people as well. Um, so yeah, we both took a quiz before this episode recording to see if we are fighters or flighters. And the quiz was on HuffPost. But I was in between. I was, I was more on the <laughs> flight situation, but I'm between fighter and flighter because there are situations now. So fighter flight is also kind of an evolution thing where our ancestors had to actually fight or flight for their lives a lot for animals, fire, anything like that, which still happens. But now we have these little stressors that we're like, wow, this is a crazy situation that our body reacts to that aren't really that life or death situations. So, um, that, and that's what this quiz presented to us. So I think that it says that I'm between fight or flight, but I, I like to respond logically a lot, but every now and then my emotions do take over. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Modern stressors are very, very different than like there's a tiger in the bush or I don't know, an elephant is stampeding or something. Modern stressors are very different. But yeah, I also I scored exactly in the middle, but I think it's just. The solutions were a bit extreme in that. <laughs> it's like you're you ask for a raise and your boss says, no, do you burn the place down or <laughs> slink into your seat and never talk to anyone again? Yeah. Or write a, write a letter to them and ask for reconsideration. I, I slunk in my set, seat for that one. Ah, OK. <laughs> what did you do? Did you write a letter? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a smart decision. I think you should. Mm-hmm. If you ask for a raise and don't get it, maybe you should. Think of reasons why you need to raise and write to them and be like, this is why. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm hot. I think I'm hot because I'm fly. You're, you're not because you're not. That's not, <laughs> not, not exactly how the lyrics go. I fly because I'm flighting. I'm hot because I'm fly. I don't fighting. know. Something else. Do you want to fight? You're not. You're snot because you're not. I don't know. I can't remember the Blood lyrics. Clock. I apologize. For everybody. Fight or flight blood clot. Yeah. I'm just saying words now. <clears throat> That's what a podcast is. A series of words. It is. Yeah. I'm definitely, definitely more towards the flight in extreme situations. Luckily, 
our society prevents super extreme situations in a lot of lot of settings so you can kind of take a step back and and consider options rather than reacting there are people who definitely do just react oh yes that is true and you know there are situations that are quite serious a lot of times um and we want to hear them if you've if you've dealt with a serious situation or just a funny little bird situation like i did uh write to us at weeks of our lives at gmail.com you know what katie we've had a good talk and now i have a better understanding of how, how fight or flight or freeze affects the weeks of our lives ah! oh there's there's a spider effect if you have any stories like the topics we've covered today, email us at weeksofourlives at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at weeks underscore of our lives. Listen, subscribe, and review. This podcast is produced by Katie and Kyle Weeks and edited by me, Katie Weeks. Thank you to Alicia Rodriguez my fiance. for our amazing logo. And to Kieran Walsh, my good friend, for our amazing theme music. Thank you for listening and have a good week. Weeks of our lives.